The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. Back again. It is week 15, and this is the IDP Army podcast. No longer going by Defense Matters. Uh, Same secondary line, though. The IDP Army podcast, mostly IDP, all fantasy football. We're embracing we're embracing the, the brand. We're embracing the, the you know the community, the IDP Army podcast. This is for you guys. This is for us to, you know, take over the IDP game and uh, move things forward. Happy to be here with you. It's week 15. It's been a crazy season for sure. Um, only my second season being in the content creation side of things. Uh definitely went a lot smoother uh, than last year, a lot more productive, I would say, as far as uh, keeping things rolling. But yeah, I'm here to give you guys. I know it's a little late this week, um, but as you know, less and less people are, you know. In the runnings, I guess um, I've been answering more questions on Twitter and uh, through DMs and a little bit less, you know, through the shows and stuff. Uh, it's a little, you know, since the rankings aren't necessarily a big part of it. The last couple of weeks, I've just been doing start sit questions. Um, that's basically what I'm going to do today. So, yeah, happy to be here. Leave us, you know, subscribe, uh, subscribe, like all that good stuff. If you're on the YouTube, you know, make sure you subscribe. Steve and I are doing some things to, tr- you know, try to bring some more people onto the shows and stuff. This off season, we have some big plans coming for you guys. Always check out my work at DynastyNerds.com. That's where I do most of my writing. Had a good talk with the IDP department last night. We got a lot of cool things coming, guys, like guys and gals. I don't, I can't really stress that enough. Uh, Dynasty Nerds has some – it's going to be a crazy good offseason for all people that play Dynasty Fantasy Football. So I'm definitely proud to be a part of that team over there. And, uh, yeah, check out my written work over there. I'll have some stuff up there very soon. We're going to be doing some, you know, IDP profiles, some rookie profiles. We're going to be breaking down this season. Um, only one more week, you know. It's week 16, fantasy playoffs. We're having them right now. Hopefully, you're still with me, um, and I'm going to help you guys make those start-sit decisions. This is that big week, um, you know. 
it's going to be a lot of play. You know, I don't want to say start your studs, but you have to, you know, stick with the guys who got you here. That's how I'm playing. That's, you know, I've, when I've tried to pivot, when I've tried to get cute, you know, when you tinker around, that's when you usually hurt yourself. If you're still here, you've probably stayed true to the course. You're probably looking for me to tell you what you already know. So I will be here to do that. Happy to do that. In fact, um, yeah, so we'll go through the top scores of last week. Obviously, we had a massive game from Chase Young this last week. His first really big game of the season um, as far as like an overall breakout type situation. Um, two solos only, but a tackle for a loss, a sack, quarterback hit, a PD, a fumble recovery, a forced fumble, and a touchdown. I mean, he basically scored in every way you could except for a safety. Um, that amounted to 40.7 points. Uh, Hassan Reddick. Had a massive, massive game. This is the biggest IDP one, two, three scoring game I've ever seen uh, today. I need to go back and look through the history, maybe through some years, but um, ended up being 59 points. He had five solos, two tackles for loss, five sacks, six quarterback hits, and three forced fumbles. He's playing Danny Dimes. You know, we all know he likes to put the ball on the ground. So, you know, the odds were in his favor, but whoo, he went off. Big game. Um, I actually, I know the Dynasty Nerds channel or the Dynasty Nerds uh, YouTube, or Twitter. Uh, stream we put out a little uh clip of him showing you know, all of his his uh his sacks and forced fumbles from that game is pretty cool uh, apparently that was a cardinals franchise record which is a pretty big deal you know you got a guy like uh chandler jones there doing some work for you and then we had the that was the the linebacker of the week and then the defensive back of the week was cameron curl also on the same team as chase young big game for him he Scored 40.6. So Chase Young, 40.7. Cameron Curl, 40.6. Seven solos, one quarterback hit, two PDs, one inter uh, interception return yard, 76 yards. Uh, the interception, then he got a touchdown. So that was a big game for Cameron Curl. Got a lot of Cameron Curl questions this week. Definitely very high on him. You know, he's got a steady floor. Um, we saw that he does have the ability to pop this last week. So I will be, you know, saying you should probably be starting him um, in a lot of cases this upcoming week, especially after the big game last week. You know, he's filled in really well for Landon Collins and, uh, you know, Landon Collins, we don't know what his future really is. So he's definitely a guy, even if you picked him up, don't just flippantly drop him or anything silly like that, especially as we're towards the end of the year. You probably want to stash him on the end of your Becky. Um, in Dynasty, he, his value is only really probably going to go up from here, especially if he can keep the consistent level of play. Um, and again, assuming Landon Collins from the Achilles injury, uh, you know, we have to. We don't know what his future is going to be like. He's getting a little up there in age. So um, so that was the uh, top scores of the week. Uh, as always, go follow me on uh, Twitter at 50 Shades of Drunk. Guys, we have a Patreon. Steve and I do. We just set it up. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. If you want to go support us a little bit, help us. Uh, you know, we pay for the hosting on the site. If any of you use our site, it doesn't have a lot on there. But I do get a lot of questions and emails on there, which we try to answer on this show. Steve and I try to filter through those. And, you know, that costs money. StreamYard costs money. So, you know, we, we put a lot. Of, we invest a lot into this community. And we hope you guys really do appreciate it. And we, um, you know, so we there's an opportunity for you guys to give back. Besides, you know, like I said, the likes and the shares and all that, which we do love you guys. And we appreciate anything and everything you do for us. So. All right, let's talk about some player news and injuries. We did have some people get banged up this last week. Darius Leonard, he seems to always – he gets nicked up all the time, it seems like. Um, back injury left in the fourth quarter. I think he's supposed to be fine. I haven't seen anything about him being out. Um, but this is something that just seems to keep happening with him. I'm not – you know, he's, he's he just – has gotten nicked up. You know, Jamal Adams has the same kind of issue. They play hard, so they put themselves in situations to, you know, get a little out of whack. So something to monitor. Fred Warner uh, left last week's game with a, a shoulder and neck injury, didn't return. We don't know if he's going to play or not still. As far as today, from what I saw, he's still just questionable. I will double and triple check that. Yeah, he's still questionable. Um, if he can't go, uh, 
Al Shazir Aziz is the guy who's going to be filling in for him. I'm not trying to start him necessarily, but if you have to, man, you have to. And if Fred Warner's not going to play, he will. He should see meaningful snaps. So you could play him if you needed to. Uh, Jonathan Allen, defensive line for the Washington football team, left the game with a groin injury. Um, didn't come back. Tim Settle maybe the next man up. As far as I know, he is also still just questionable. So uh, monitor that. He's he hasn't had a prolific a season or as good a season as he had last year. But you know, with Sweat and Chase Young really kind of coming on strong, there's a little less to be had for those big guys in the middle. Um, Justin Reed, this is kind of a tough one. Was having a, enjoying a pretty good season this year, uh, but he, he hurt his hand, uh, left the game and apparently uh, had surgery this last week, apparently like Monday or Tuesday, and he's done for the season. So Eric Murray is the guy they said was supposed to be filling in. Playable, but he's he's not somebody I'm necessarily targeting. I did have some questions for him, and I'm in a situation where I have been able to avoid having to go pick him up and play him. I've got other guys. I hope that you guys and gals are in that situation as well, but if you're not and you have to play Eric Murray, you can. Um I'm not saying you should. You can. It could work out. Couldn't. You know. Who knows? Uh, Josh Jones, defensive back for Jacksonville. He's been playing. He, when he can play, he's been good. He's been getting nicked up a lot this year too. Um, left with a shoulder injury, and he didn't come back in the game. Um, Eric Kendricks with a last second scratch. Todd Davis filled in for him. Eleven tackles as a spot starter. You could play Todd Davis if you needed to this week, um, but it's playoff weeks. I personally would be very scared to just put somebody into my lineup in the first round of the playoffs who hasn't done anything to contribute to my team. I know in theory it should all be fine. That would be frightening to me. You can do it. I'm avoiding that anywhere and everywhere I can. You Again, you could do it. Maybe like linebacker three. He could put up linebacker two, even linebacker one numbers. But again, it's just he, I haven't, he didn't get me here. He doesn't owe me anything. I don't owe him anything. I don't have to play. You don't have to play Todd Davis. You can if you want to. Forrest Buckner did not practice Friday. This was not. This is not good. I would be honestly be surprised if he plays tomorrow. Um, it's unfortunate. You know he's having All Pro year. I mean he, he's an All Pro basically every year. He's an amazing player. Uh, and I'm interested to see how this defense fares without him. I think they had one game without him earlier this year as well. So Joey Bosa Thursday night uh, had a bad game, terrible game actually. Um, but from what I was reading, apparently he may or may not have a, a be, been evaluated for concussion. They didn't say if he had one or not from what I was looking at. Um, so, I mean, this week's already over. You played him. He's Joey Bosa. It was Thursday night. You played him. Um, and I'm sorry. I did too. It hurts. Um, hopefully you play Josh Allen as your quarterback and you're doing all right. Uh, Carlos Dunlop is out versus the Jets this week. That sucks. He was he has one of the better uh, playoff defensive line schedules through the postseason, and he hurt his foot. And he did not play last week. He is not playing this week. And that's when you need him. So it's, it's unfortunate, but he's just, he's not going to be out there. So there's not really much we can do about that. So other notes, I kind of wanted to just kind of things I wanted to harp on here quickly. Not many, but Roquan Smith right now has the second most tackles for loss in the league, which I think is interesting. TJ Watt has 21. Roquan Smith has 17. Uh, behind him is Aaron Donald with 15 and a half. And then Zadarius Smith. Uh, Joey Bosa and Vince Williams all have 14 and a half right behind him. So uh, interesting that a middle linebacker and not somebody that's playing, you know, on the line of scrimmage because everybody after him for a while. I mean, you have to go all the way down to uh, 15 to find a guy who's well, yeah, 15 uh, to find a guy who is the next middle or inside linebacker at Devin White. Everybody else is on the line of scrimmage. J.J. Watt, Khalil Mack, Monta Sweat, Hassan Reddick, 
uh, Brandon Graham. So um, he's the player that he was drafted to be. Uh, he was a first-round pick that year that Darius Leonard really broke out. Um, I know was he was the first running uh, linebacker taken in that class, um, and we knew he could put up prolific numbers, and he has put up prolific numbers this year. I believe right now I have him as my linebacker two in Dynasty on Dynasty Nerds. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's awesome. He's basically worth basically he should be valued in this in a very similar as, as similarly to Darius Leonard, if not equally to Darius Leonard at this point. Um, so if you have him, enjoy it. It's going well for you. And then the last little note, I know I've harped on this before, but Marlon Humphreys had another multi-force fumble game. He right now has he has eight force fumbles. The second player, guy in second place, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett. But this is what's crazy about that. They've had four force fumbles since like week six. They haven't forced another fumble since then. Um, I think week six or seven is when Marlon Humphrey, he was ahead of him, and he's just he's forced four more. So it's kind of crazy that nobody else in the league is really forcing a lot of fumbles right now. Um, and then guys that were kind of on pace to, you know, maybe be leaders, you know, they're defensive line players. You'd think um, they don't, you know, they have fourth. They haven't had one in a long time. Marlon Humphrey had another two force fumble game. Uh, he's should hopefully probably getting an all pro nod this season. I imagine um, funny uh, Marcus Peters is also tied at number two with uh, four force fumbles. So there's two, defensive backs not just dbs cornerbacks from the baltimore ravens that are in the top two force fumbles so that defense is that defense is something i will say that all right so that's all my kind of notes for the day um just kind of things i had noticed this last week i'm going to answer some of your start sit questions that i did get in on the twitter's verse from everybody i've been Getting a lot. Um, I will say that it's humbling and frightening that so many of you want my opinion on who to start. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm happy to give it and I'm happy to help you guys out as best I can. Just tell you what I would do. You know, I hope we all go out and win. Um, you know, you the, your league starts at the draft. Hopefully you got the right guys on your team. Hopefully you're in a spot where you are. Some of these some of these folks that ask me questions are in good spots. They're asking, who do I start? And they're mentioning two and three studs. And I'm like, yes, like that makes me happy. Like that's a good problem to have. So help you uh, help you all sort through some of those. And then I'll get you all out of here and let you go do your thing on this Saturday night. We got another game coming on here in a little bit. This Bills game is almost over. Uh, Josh Allen is the MVP. And if you and that's coming from somebody who's a Chiefs fan. So and you can miss me with that Aaron Rodgers bullshit. All right. So we'll go ahead and start with the Twitter questions first. Um, so first question, or I'm just going to go in reverse order that I got them, but I got from what at Mr. Gray man said, defensive line question, Justin Houston or Sam Hubbard. Um, he said, who would you start? I said, I would start in that situation. I'm starting Sam Hubbard. Hubbard has only got one sack on the season, which is gross and disgusting, and I hate it. But he has the highest and safest tackle floor of any defensive line player. He was led the, he and Cameron Hayward led the league a defensive line last year in sack tackles. He had a six tackle game this last week, a ten tackle game the week before that, a seven tackle game the week before that. His floor is high. His snaps are high too. He's playing around 55, 60 snaps a game. Justin Houston's only playing around 45. Sometimes he's even in the low 30s, and his tackle floor is like one or zero. So that's some really, really scary stuff. I know he could pop for a monster game, but he can also literally put up nothing. 
I'm playing Sam Hubbard this week. That is a safe option, my man. Um, so this one came in from Bones to Gus. Schobert or Hewitt? I said Joe Show here. Um, they're very close in scoring on the season. Joe Schobert has, um, let me see here. Joe Schobert has 238 points, and he's the linebacker 8. Neville Hewitt has 227.7. He's a linebacker 12. Um, they both have pretty half-decent matchups this week. I don't really stress the matchups as much. I'm taking the talent. I'm taking the guy who got paid. All pro Joe. Go with Joe Show. No shade on Neville Hewitt. I do love Neville Hewitt. I would, this, again, this is a great problem to have. I'm going to play Joe Schobert here. Um, next question was from P underscore Olson. Says, Jordan Hicks or Foye Olakun? All right, there's a lot of Olakun questions, and the answer to most of them is Olakun. Uh, this one, the answer was Olakun, but it's really close on this one. I have Olakun at 13 this week. Jordan Hicks is at 15. Jordan Hicks does get Philly, um, but the quarterback situation is weird, so I don't really know what to make of it or think of it. Oh, man, Devin Singletary just took that bad boy to the house. His house motor. All right. Um, but I'm taking Olakun there. He gets Tampa Bay. Um, they they can move the ball. They keep the drives going. I know what I'm going to get with Tampa Bay's offense, and I like that for the defensive players on Atlanta. Also, Atlanta this week does not have Julio Jones, which means Matt Ryan is going to be stalling out a lot, which means Olakun will have a lot of opportunities to do what he do, and that's good points. So this one comes in from Fantasy Yisso. It says, pick two linebackers this week. Alex Singleton, Hassan Reddick, Anthony Walker, or Matt Judon. So I said initially that I would go Walker and Singleton. And that's because um, I'm going to go with the floor. I know Hassan Reddick had a massive game this last week. But after I really thought about it, I think I would play Singleton and Reddick. Reddick gets, I know I've been talked crap on smash spots all season, especially against Philly, because it seems like every time you get a smash spot against Philly and you play a guy, he doesn't do anything. Hassan Reddick could do nothing, but he just had a five sack game <clears throat> against a scrub, you know what I mean? A scrub NFC East quarterback. Now he gets another one. So, my man, on Twitter, I told you to play Singleton and Walker, but I'm going to change my mind. Just just a few short hours later, my mind has changed. I hope you hear this. Uh, I'm going Singleton and Hassan Reddick, my man. Okay, let's see here. This one came in from at FFSlayer8. He said, Terrell Adams or Foy Olakun this week? Thanks. Again, I said, give me Olakun. And then he shot back, and then I had somebody subtweet him and say, Olakun or Hewitt, Olakun or Hewitt, and I said, still give me Olakun. Again, Matt Ryan doesn't have his favorite weapon. These drives are, I just feel like they're going to stall out. I feel like Olakun, this is a, Olakun could get 15 tackles this week. I mean, he could literally do that this week. So I'm very interested in Olakun this week. I'm very high on him. He's my linebacker, 13. Could probably put him even higher. So this one came in from at walks FF. He says Jordan Poyer or Jeremy Chin. So obviously I'm assuming this is on sleeper where they, or well, it could also be on MFL where Jeremy Chin is um, DB eligible, but he should be DB eligible. Everywhere. I know on, on uh, NFL, they changed him just to linebacker like three or four weeks in the season, which was so 
Bush League. But anyway, that's besides the point. I said give me Chen. It's no shade on Poyer. Obviously, this game's already happening, so I don't know who he went with. But I said give me Chen. Um, you know, these are Chen's numbers over the last three weeks. 27, bye. But then you have 46.5. Six-point game the week before that. Okay, I understand that. But he had another kind of quiet game before that. But then he had 20 and 15 and a 22-point game. So his floor is generally very high, and his ceiling is super high. Poyer has had a little bit more of a steady kind of production. Um, his biggest pop game so far this season is 27. Um, so I went with... Chin on that one. Again, he's playing the linebacker snaps truly. He gets Green Bay. They're going to move the ball. They're going to drive down the field constantly. Uh, Jeremy Chin is on. He's campaigning to be defensive rookie of the year, uh, which a general aside, I need to say this quickly, which I was going to say it sooner. Let's talk about defensive rookie of the year. They're going to try to give it to Chase Young, and I understand why. He played at Ohio State, and he's has really great draft capital, and he's really good. Um, but Jeremy Chin, small school guy, came in as an immediate starter, has played basically all the snaps, um, you know, as, as a linebacker out of position, truly, um, from what he came into the league to do. And he's been super successful at it. He's been everything that we all thought Isaiah Simmons would be. Um, you know, he's got, I think he's got over a hundred tackles now, 95 tackles. 95 tackles, he's got a sack, he's got multiple touchdowns, okay? Chase Young didn't do anything all season until last week. Now, he did have a monster game, and he did have a touchdown, I get that. But let's look at Chase Young, and I want to bring up, you know, I I think Jeremy Chin deserves it. That's that's where I'm going to go to. I think they're going to try to get Chase Young. He's only got four and a half sacks on the season. I'm sorry. I know we have this week and next week, two more weeks to do something. But he's only got four and a half sacks on the season. You were supposed to be a generational pass rusher. I mean, guys like Bradley Chubb had a dozen in their first year. You know, we had Josh Allen. What did he get? Ten and a half last year. Ten. Max Crosby had like ten last year. Nick Bosa had nine. Like, if you're going to get defensive rookie of the year at defensive lineman, you need to do some numbers. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a. I mean, this is a. It's a numbers game to a degree. Um, and speaking of that, I want to speak to Montez Sweat. And I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to talk about him all offseason as nicely by. Go get Montez Sweat. He will never, ever, ever be valued properly. He will never be looked at properly in the NFL because he will always be the guy that's playing across from Chase Young. If he has a great game, if he blows everyone's socks off, what they're going to say, it's because Chase Young's eating up double and triple coverage. Montez Sweat's got it so easy. If he doesn't do numbers, what's it going to be? Well, it's because he's not very good and Chase Young's better than him. He can't win. If he gets 15, 16, 17 sacks, he won't get the credit for it. It's always going to be about Chase Young. Until he, unless, you know, I think at the end of their careers, when they do part ways at some point, because they're probably not both going to play there their whole career. When they leave that organization, there's a very good chance that Chase Young will not have as good a numbers as Montez Sweat if you go game by game by game. You can even look at that right now. Montez Sweat just produces more. He's playing less snaps than Chase Young, too. But they're always going to give Chase Young the credit because he's got the draft capital. He played at Ohio State. And, I mean, he's just he's got it. He's got the it factor. Montez Sweat doesn't have that it factor to him. He's not, you know, like the camera's never focusing in on Montez Sweat. They're never talking about Montez Sweat. So I just want to say this right now. For fantasy football, 
and probably for real football. Don't sleep on Montez Sweat. He will never get the credit he ever deserves because he will always be playing across the line from Chase Sean. So go buy him right now in Dynasty if you don't already have him. And if you have him, you should sell him to me for next to nothing. So that was an aside. I meant to mention all that earlier. <clears throat> so we'll get back to the Q's and the A's here. So I have one from Mar- at Mark Ranallo. He said, cornerback start bless Austin or Kendall Fuller and IDP flex start Harvey Lange or Kari Willis. Love your IDP works, pods and articles. Thanks. Appreciate that, man. I said, go Fuller. And I said, go Willis. Um, Willis popped this last week. I know he's had kind of a little bit of a downish kind of year, but he's been really pretty solid. Lange, again, he's one of these guys where it took a trade and it's taken a lot of stuff for him to get onto the field. It's the you know it's the playoffs. I don't want to put Harvey Lange into my lineup. I just don't. I'm not going to tell anybody to do that. So that's where I went with that one. Here was another one I had. This one was from at bt b twice four one five. He said semifinals matchup this weekend. Sweat or Ogba? I've got Sweat in there now. He's been on a heater lately recently i said sweat for me i know agba's been doing well but you just heard my rant about monta sweat i stand by that he is beyond dynasty i think monta sweats my number five or six overall defensive lineman he's right behind chase young and it's only because i'm not so deep in my contrarian take that i'm gonna put him ahead of him quite yet i want to but i do believe that he does have the potential and probably will actually be a better asset in dynasty um, or has a potential to be a better asset in dynasty. They're not as far away as I think a lot of people think. <clears throat> Another one here came in at Hector 90 said, quick question to Brill peppers or Minka. I'm the underdog since I started Keenan Allen. Now I can understand the appeal of wanting to start Minka as an underdog. You're like, oh, you know, and that's what people say when they talk about Minka is, oh, he's the home run hitter. And, you know, he's the guy you want to play if you want a boom or bust. Um, I say play Jabril Peppers because he's going to boom or boom. Um, These are Jabril Peppers numbers since week five or from week six on 10 points, 20 points, 20.4, 26.10, 26.1. 28, 6, 25, 7, by week 17.8, 23, and 28. He's basically averaging 25 points a game since week seven. Minka Fitzpatrick, bless his heart, love him. Love Minka Fitzpatrick. His biggest game of the season is 29 points. That was the one where he had uh, multiple interceptions. Jabril Peppers is putting up 25 points and he's not having to get multiple interceptions to get there. Um, that's Jabril Peppers, my man, by a landslide. And Jabril Peppers is a top five dynasty asset. And he's honestly, he's 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 up there. Um, top five IDP defensive back asset. And he could, probably should be considered a top 10 defensive back or IDP asset mm, to some degree just because of the positional scarcity at defensive back and the fact that he is putting up some prolific numbers right now. He's one of those guys where I haven't heard a lot of people really talk him up or even talk about him besides myself in the IDP kind of community. But when the off season's over and everybody's playing with the numbers, he's going to get talked about a lot. <clears throat> Here was another one from Adam Valentino, 83. He said, Williamson or Hewitt? 
I enjoy listening to the pod. Thumbs up. Thanks. Appreciate it. Y'all, Um, I know a lot of people watch on YouTube. Why you want to look at my ugly mug is beyond me, but I appreciate it. We have a lot of people listening on the podcast as well. So if you're in that spot or on YouTube, we love you. And like I said, the podcast was renamed today. Um, we're going all in on the IDP Army, boys and girls. Let's go. All right. So I have one here from at your sports hero. He says, pick two. Jabril Peppers, Eric Murray, Malcolm Jenkins, Corey Willis. And then he mentions the scoring one point per tackle and assist. Seven points per sack. Twelve for interceptions. And five for force fumbles. My opponent told has my opponent has Bates and Chen. So that's scary coming up against Bates and Chen in the playoffs. I definitely understand why you would want to put the right guys across from them. Like I just said about Jabril Peppers, he's 100% locked into your lineup. And I'd play Kari Willis across from him. I know Malcolm Jenkins has been pretty good, but I don't really like Malcolm Jenkins that much. And I don't want him in my lineup. I like Kari Willis. I want him in my lineup. I know maybe that's not you know super elite analysis, but it's finals week. I'm not going to sit there and stare at Malcolm Jenkins, who I am not a fan of, who is – I like him as a person, and I like what he does as far as his uh, social stuff. That's amazing. I love that. But Malcolm Jenkins, the player, just not not really a big Malcolm Jenkins fan. Not, I'm not a Saints fan. If you watched her or listened to me, you know that too. So I don't want him in my lineup in my finals week. All right? I'm going to be big mad if things don't go right with him in my lineup. I could sleep, you know, not well, but I could sleep with Kari Willis let me down. I would just be staring at the ceiling all night if Malcolm Jenkins let me down. I lost because of it. So that's what I told my man at your sports hero to do. I said Peppers and Willis for those two. Oh man, I, man, I answered a lot of questions on Twitter the past couple of days. Let's see what we got else we got here. Um okay, here was another one from your sports hero. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do two more. I have some questions over here I see in the chat. I'm gonna pop in there, take a look at those, and then I'm gonna get y'all out of here. So this one, like I said, at your sports hero, he said sit two. So you got Jalen Smith, Roquan Smith, DeMario Davis, Alex Singleton, Neville Hewitt, and Zach Cunningham. Thanks. Same as before, one point per tackle and assist, seven for a sack, and two per interception. Thanks. So I said in this scoring, it's not IDP one, two, three, a little different, a little bit more inflated for those big plays and a little bit more suppressed on the tackle side. Um, I said I'd sit Cunningham and Hewitt. Sitting Cunningham because the sack up, basically the sack upside just doesn't exist for him. Um, Demario Davis does have sack upside big time. Uh, Roquan Smith and Jalen Smith all have big time sack upside. They all have seasons with multiple sacks. Neville Hewitt does have, I believe, two on the year, but I'm going to play my big names. And that means Hewitt's going to be sacked this week. Hewitt and Cunningham, just because I don't think he has much sack upside. So, had two more questions I was going to answer. These ones came in from the website, idparmy.com. If y'all want to go over there, it's bare bones. There's not a lot going on over there, but you can send me an email and I will uh, see it. And I'm trying to get to a point in my life where I can respond to those in a timely fashion um, and, you know, interact with, engage with the audience in that, that manner. Um, we have a lot of time that's off season to do that kind of stuff. But this one comes in from Shauna. Um, you guys all know Shauna. She's usually in on the, um, 
on the, the live stream on Sunday mornings. Uh, if you guys, if you guys or gals are in there, we're, we're very proud to have some women that follow her and are part of the IDP army and Shauna's in the semifinals and hopefully she goes, gets that title. She can like, you know, rub it in everybody's face as you should do once you win. But she says, hi, Jordan made it to week 15. Can you help me out with my linebackers, please? I need three. She says she has Shaq Barrett, Jermaine Carter, Al Shazir, Aziz, if Fred Warner is out, BJ Goodson, David Long, Bobby Okereke, and Duke Riley. Says she needs three. So those three, I'm for sure locking in Barrett, and I'm for sure locking in BJ Goodson. She also has Harvey Lange, she said, which I don't have written down here. In this situation, given the guys that she has named off here, I'm probably going to go with Harvey Lange as my third. David Long, again, he's kind of just popped up on the scene because of the the injury to Jayon Brown. Bobby Okrecki, I don't know what the situation is. They do weird stuff with their linebackers in Indianapolis. He could get a lot of snaps or he could get a few. It's just it's it's a weird thing there, so I don't feel super safe. So I do know that Lange and Long should see the field. Um but I'm going to go Lange just because he's on the worst team. He's on the Jets. So I'm going to take, as my third linebacker of that group, I'm going to take the snaps. So I'm going to take Shaq Barrett, take BJ Goodson, I'll take Harvey Lange on that one, Shauna. And then I had one other email question come in. This one came in from Mike K. And he said, you guys have been killing it for me this year. Need all the help I can get to get to the ship next week. I need you to pick two of these players for my DB Flex lineup. He has Jeremy Chin, Jabril Peppers, Blake Martinez, Neville Hewitt, and Olakun. Was interested in your thoughts. Another situation where this is a, an abundance of riches. I mean, this is this would be hard to figure out. Um, I told him I haven't responded, uh, but I thought about this a little bit and my initial thought was martinez and olakun but after you know my level of conviction on jabril peppers has just been so red hot since the off off start of the off season and he's been one of my guys um i'm you know like i said 25 points a game basically over the last since since week seven that's insanity uh so i can't i can't fade him even for olakun who i also love so i'll go martinez and i'll go peppers here my man and i know Sitting chin is going to hurt. I know sitting Olakun is going to hurt, but honestly, sitting any of these guys is going to hurt. And you, you know, some people might say, well, you know, Martinez and Peppers are on the same team. They're going to eat into each other's snaps, blah, blah, blah. I opened the show by reading about an NFC East team, um, the Redskins, who had the number one scoring defensive back last week. They had the number one scoring defensive line player last week. They're not going to eat into each other's production. If they're going to produce, they're going to produce. Um, the tackles will be available. The plays will be available. If you're a playmaker, you'll make plays. So that is my final word on that. All right, y'all who have been over here in the chat. Let's see what we got. If you are on the use in the tubes. So Kevin Tao says, what's up, brother? Good seeing you on. Yeah. Happy to be here, bro. Uh, Poyer Simmons ain't coming through for me. Oh yeah. That's this game was, yeah, I guess Simmons didn't come through. I got to check my score here in a little bit. All right, we got one from Tyreek Ellis. Love my man Tyreek. He says, Jordan Sweat or Alden Smith, John Johnson or Josh Jones? Uh, like I said earlier, I think Josh Jones is actually probably going to be potentially out because of that shoulder injury. I'm not 100% sure on that. 
but he has been banged up a couple of times this season and had to leave games and left with like a snap or two, kind of like Ronnie Harrison has done. Um, so I'd be a little bit scared to play him. I'd probably stick with John Johnson there, Tyreek. And then between Sweat and Alden Smith, I'm going to go Alden or Sweat. You already know that. Come on now. Coming in hot tonight with the takes. Chase is overrated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say Chase is overrated. I said Montez Sweat will never get the credit he deserves. That's what I said. Take it easy over there, killer. All right, Travis Knott says DT start. Jonathan Allen, Eric Armstead, or Wilkins. Like I said, I opened up the show. Um, we know Jonathan Allen left with a groin injury. Groin injuries are not something you want to have. So I would be wary to play him. He doesn't carry an injury designation for this week. I'm looking right now. But I'd still be a little bit concerned. He's going to be up against the Seahawks. They're a little tough. So I might try to get him out of my lineup. But that being said, your options there, Eric Armstead and Christian Wilkins suck. So I might just stick with Jonathan Allen because he's on the more disruptive defense, the more intact defense, the more established defense, and just hope that you know the chaos and havoc that's happening around him leads to a potential big play. All right, Russ got one up. Russ got one for me here. He says, thoughts on Alex Highsmith. I love him. Uh, he's going to be a guy I talk about when I do some Dynasty Stash stuff. Um, we know Bud Dupree got hurt. We know he put on a tag. You know, Steelers, TJ Watt's going to get some money, but they're going to need somebody else. Some of those guys on the interior are aging out a little bit. Highsmith, you know, who's like a, like a third-round pick. He had, he had a redonkulous number of tackles for loss in his college career. Um, which is one of the things most closely correlated with NFL success from the edge position, from what I understand. Um, so I'm in on Alex Highsmith, DL and linebacker uh, eligible on sleeper, cheap. I mean, he's probably under Dynasty waiver wire right now. So like I said, I'm going to be doing some stuff on Dynasty Nerds, doing some stash stuff, doing stash articles and whatever else, you know, to start the season off hot in January and February. He'll be a guy that will be featured in all of those. Um, so... Yeah. All right, IDP Army. That's all the questions I had over here. I appreciate y'all. It's week 15. Tomorrow morning, if you're listening to this somewhere, somehow, Steve and I will be on IDP Army live stream week 15, doing kind of what I did tonight, answering start sick questions, helping y'all figure out what you're going to do. And then we all get to tilt all day tomorrow. And in two short weeks, this is all over. It's really, really kind of sad to think about. But Steve and I will be keeping the content rolling up here. Content will be coming out on Dynasty Nerds. You guys already know, go hang out the Destination Debbie, uh, you know, head over their Patreon, join their Discord. They have a great IDP community over there that I'm a big part of. The one that's on Fantasy Football Chat that's on Discord, they have a good IDP community. You should be part of that. Obviously, follow us on Twitter, you know, at uh, IDP Army on Twitter, at IDP Army on Instagram. I suck at Instagram, but follow it anyway. Sometimes I put stuff on there. I'm going to try to start streaming some of this stuff on there. Um, if anybody's good at that or has any tips on that, I would love to be a little bit more well-versed in that stuff. So, all right, I'm rambling now. So good luck, IDP Army. Go kick some ass this week. Tell them who sent you. I'll be back next week, and then we will be, uh, hopefully we'll all be holding up some belts and some titles. Let the rain hit the sand. Build the house on the rock, got a plan. Got to get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on the fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting it enough.